0: Indiana, our Indiana.
1: Welcome in to the second episode of the Stickles Pickles podcast, uh, where we talk about our favorite bets for the college football. Week that is, we have we are on the doorstep of the very first games of the season. Week zero is upon us. We actually have live college football games to talk about this week. I am beyond excited. As you can tell, the vibes are high in the closet. Um, the benefit of recording in a closet is you find gems such as this hat. Well, the vibes over there don't look as strong as it is here in the closet, but how yeah, are we everybody feeling?
0: can pull out hats like that? Uh, the hats. Um, we'll say it's strong. I don't know what it is, given huge geriatric vibes. I hope that's yours and not Reagan's, because if so, I apologize, Reagan. I didn't mean it. it might um, be <laughs> I'm coming in a little fired up. I had a spicy pickleball uh, session today. Um, an old man, an old grandpa, was going at me quite a bit. So talk uh, about geriatric
1: know. playing pickleball. I'll tell you
0: what. I'll tell you what. This guy here, a little backstory. So I go in. Third, fourth match of the day. Old man's looking me dead in the eye. He has two uh, sweatbands on each wrist, uh, a yellow collared shirt, uh, Bahamas hat. he's staring at me across the net just going, looking at me, going in between his legs with disrespect. I can't play that well. Um, Dribbling the
1: pickleball between his legs?
0: No, his return shot. He'd look at me and go in between, like, like a little tweener between his legs. You know what I mean? It's disrespectful, first off. Second off, he didn't have to show off like that. Uh, got me a little heated. Christ. Got me a little heated. So, but hey, we're here. I'm ready to rumble. Yeah, week zero. Let's go. What a legend. You need to get that Not guy out of pocket. He's
1: guess. a fucking asshole. Sounds like you were upset that Grandpa beat you at Pickleball. Um, <laughs> he was actually very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, again, you know, re- recapping a little bit from last week, we went over our our futures for the conferences, Heisman uh, Heisman picks, um, I gave out some win totals. Um, you can find that podcast on Spotify. Uh, we are in the process of trying to get the podcast on other platforms, but as of right now, we are just on Spotify, so check that out there. Stickles Pickles uh, is the is all you need to search on there to get that episode. Um, we also have a Twitter up. It is, uh, I believe it's Sticks, sticks Picks um, College Football. I should know that, but I don't um and uh so you know we'll be we'll plug that again at the end of the show but uh we've got that available we'll be tweeting trying to live tweet during some of these games so follow along there give us a follow on uh on x it's no longer the bird uh also gonna have uh facebook I think instagram bill we're we doing instagram
0: I, I think we're primarily sticking to Twitter um, and Facebook for now. Uh, TikToks might come along at some point once we get a little better into uh, video production, but mainly Twitter. I mean, especially for the live games, um, we'll both be tweeting out as much as we can during uh, like Saturday afternoons and uh, all that. So if you want to get live takes, um, me being pissed off when something doesn't go my way, uh, that'll be the place really to follow us.
1: Yeah, we we're, we're in the future we're trying to get we we will try to be on YouTube, get this on YouTube. Right now you can watch us on video on Spotify, which is pretty sweet. Um, doing YouTube shorts, going live on Instagram and stuff like that for big games. I think that's that's in the cards. Um, we do have a uh, an email set up. Uh, so one segment that we are going to be bringing for towards for future episodes, maybe once we get full slate of games is uh, what we're calling our group therapy. Uh, segment where you know fans can write in uh, email email us at sticklespicklescfb at gmail dot com and uh, talk to us about you know just, you know something that annoyed you that week for uh, for regarding any of the games, a player you can't stand, a bad beat, uh, a bad decision that a coach made, a bad decision that the refs did, anything like that, we'll pick some of the best ones that we get and uh, read them here on the show and just talk about how shitty this game can be sometimes.
0: Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun uh, talking with you guys who are following along with us. Um, we're also going to try, maybe halfway through the season, maybe even a little later, um, getting the phone line. Um, so you guys maybe call in and, and leave some voice messages that way. Um, we'd love to do a call-in episode here soon. So it's something we're, we're working on, and, and uh, hopefully we'll come out as, as soon as possible. So we're working on some things.
1: And then I think we'll alluded to this on the first episode. We are also looking, you know, we, we will be ta- keeping t- track of our picks this season. The loser will have a punishment. Whoever has the worst record, we're doing worse overall. Or you got to do win percentage because, you know, some yeah. weeks. Yeah. Win percentage is how you got to do it. Um, so whoever has the worst win percentage will have to do some sort of punishment. Um, I was looking at adult pickle costumes. Thinking about maybe oh, doing no. some, some sort of, uh, you know, standing on the side of the road action. Um, we could chug jars of pickles. I don't know. We don't have to do actually any kind of pickle-related punishment, but, Bill, I'd love to hear your ideas.
0: I see a beautiful dress right behind you that might look great uh, should you lose. I see you actually quite a few. Um, you might have to my, do, like, I a would, lap around your neighborhood in your wife's dress or something like that.
1: I don't my know. neighborhood but, is
0: well, large. Well, it is even better. Don't
1: lose acres, acres oh. of, of of houses. It would take days. Well, also I don't know. Legs. My, I'm not. All right, I'm not. I'm not backing down. I'll have to think of one. Now, next show, I'll have a punishment for your bitch ass. Um, let's get into week zero. Let's talk about <laughs> the picks. Why are people? Why people come here? You want to start us off? Sure.
0: Um, I'll go first game on the slate. Notre Dame minus 20 I think now it's 20 and a half versus Navy uh I'm taking Navy here I'm hopping on I'm hopping on the uh, the Navy train all right I think it's gonna be a close game or at least it was a close game last year I think this one has the uh, potential to be somewhat of a close game at least for the start I do think Notre Dame pulls away at some point but um the old Navy um, beans. yep. Yeah. So Navy's returning uh, four of their offensive linemen from last year. They ranked 17th in uh, returning production. Uh, Fofana is returning. Uh, tore up Andy last year. Uh, had a hundred, almost 140 yards, touchdown.
1: Um, so I, I think a lot they of their. i them really close last year. Yeah, it was I was. Like 35 I thought 35 to 33 was the final. I thought Notre you Dame had a stroke because I thought they beat the shit out of them last year. But um, no, I'm yeah, it sorry. was 35, 32. Yeah, you're right.
0: And granted, Notre Dame came out about as. Flat as possible last year. What they right. they won that one, didn't they lose? Who they lose to? now? they won like a, they had a crazy uh, game where like they sh- they shouldn't have they should have lost. They did. I forget. Um, They'd you know, be
1: uh, well. They played Boston College and beat them forty four to nothing. After that, so uh, but then they they lost to USC, which you know that was at U- that was at USC, but they played them pretty close. I could have sworn uh, it was like, like a game I like the first like four weeks that they yeah they lost well they lost oh, to, they lost to Marshall at the second yeah, week of the yeah. season yeah but that the was the second week. They, they played they played Navy like in November so yeah a little different but I
0: mean Notre Dame's getting Sam Hartman from Wake Forest he's going to be a stud um, yeah Tommy yeah, Reese for is sure. gone though so you know who knows how the offense is going to look I I can't imagine they stumble that much. Um, I, I do think Sam Hartman's going to be a stud this year. I, I I see him putting up numbers, but I'm kind of hoping that Navy, you know, they, they grind it out. They run that 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 triple option triple option offense. Um, I think if they can get some stops on the defensive side, uh, keep you know keep the play clock running as quick as possible, um, break off a few of those you know chunk runs, thirty yards. they do you know almost every other series, there's a huge run there. Um, so I you know I, I'm I'm optimistic. I like I said, I Notre Dame wins this game for sure. Now, do they win it by twenty one or not? That's that's kinda of to be decided. I think I think it will be close going into halftime. That's kind of my gut feel here, but I I I'm just hoping Navy kinda of A choose away enough clock, plays hard enough defense, uh, gets the same Hartman. If they can get to the quarterback there, I think they'll be huge. Um, so that, that's that's my feeling there.
1: Tough to bet against the Irish in Ireland. Um, I know the, this game is in that. Dub is in Dublin, uh, but I am also riding the midship in this. Let's
0: go, come it's, on, in the Navy.
1: That's right. That is right. Go, go, goats. Um, yeah, I, I for a lot of the same reasons you said uh, Notre Dame replaces a lot of playmakers on their defense. I think it's like they two of their two of their top defensive linemen uh, are gone. Um they I think I think this line's inflated because of the Sam Hartman. Um it's opening week. So and kind of what really made me wary of this is they have a whole offseason to prepare for the triple option. But this is gonna be a, a triple option attack from Navy that has been unlike anything they've ever ran before. They they lose you know they fire their head coach. Um yeah. You know, the the coach is here. What's, what's that coach's name? Tell me his name. Oh, I could, I could, not the, the Hawaiian guy. Yep. I know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I wanted just, just to see if I could, if I, I could catch you, if I could catch you in a trap there. It's like, it starts with an N, it ends in a Olo. Um, but, uh, they bring in the offensive court. So they promoted their, um, defensive coordinator, longtime defensive coordinator, I think Brian Newberry, I think is his name. It's Newberry, but again, you know, whatever, yeah. uh, and then uh, they bring in the offensive coordinator from Kennesaw State, who, uh, you know, you might be saying, "Oh, Kennesaw State, like whatever." They were they weren't a bad FCS program. He they also ran the triple option yeah, there, exactly. And bring he, the same he playbook adds, some, essentially. well, they add some new wrinkles. He they do a lot more pulling linemen. They're going to throw the ball a little bit more. So, we're I in The necessarily... playbook from
0: Kennesaw is what I'm saying.
1: Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and. Um, so they're bringing in. It's gonna be. It's gonna have some more wrinkles to it that you know. Obviously, they can watch the tape on Kennesaw, but um, this isn't gonna be your typical triple triple option attack from Navy. Yeah. Um, the other thing to consider, and this is the first time we've talked about it, the new clock rule in college football. No longer yeah. are they going to be stopping the clock after first, first downs, down. uh, except inside. It's two minutes in both halves, or just the or just the fourth quarter. Uh,
0: I think it was just the fourth quarter. I'd have to, well, to double check that though to be honest but
1: better for navy. You know, yeah. if they're if they're able to control the clock and, and and get the run game going, um that's only going to slow this pace down and you give them close to three touchdowns uh to keep it keep within that number on a running clock, like I I I like the midshipmen in there. I think I think the uh um I think that there's a lot – the public is riding the Irish right now too, and but the money's not really following that up.
0: Yeah. Um, and also I think it comes over to the turnover battle. So the, the yeah. Navy doesn't necessarily turn the ball over that much because they don't throw that often. and they're not getting interceptions. Really the only time they, they lose the ball is if they fumble.
1: Yeah, um, right. So if
0: Navy's able to get one or two turnovers on Notre Dame, I think that could definitely swing the momentum and, and swing the game in the Navy's direction even more. Um, so, I, I think everything lines up here for Navy. It's just whether they can go out and perform.
1: Um, yeah. Right now, it's a 35% discrepancy on the amount of bets that have been placed. So, mo- the majority of the bets have been placed in Notre Dame, about 66%, but 69% of the money is on Navy. On yeah, so, I saw that earlier.
0: So, that, that, yeah, that even maybe swing a little more towards Navy. I love that. I mean, sharps are betting on them. That means big money. Vegas money is going on Navy. Um, so the people who are really betting college football are betting on Navy. Right
1: yeah, cool. a lot of a lot of people that are smarter than us are are taking Navy. Yes. So you when you gotta you yeah. gotta ride the coattails when you can. Yes, exactly. Cool. Well, hey, we're on
0: the uh, we're on the same first, side there.
1: First pick of the year, and we're on the same side. Well, how about that? <laughs> and I could've saw be- for that
0: for that spread or not spread for that um, the odds there. I had have minus one twelve. I looked about a few hours ago, so it could have changed on yeah on Fanduel.
1: I uh, actually have the FanDuel odds up here, um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think I saw 112 as well. Yeah. Perfect. All On right. to game two. On to game two. Um, I am kind of caught between two. I'm going to take. I'm going to. I'm going to go down to the. Uh, I think it's the last game of the night. Coincidentally, uh, Florida International and Louisiana Tech. And uh I am gonna be doing, I'm gonna be betting on a fat juicy under. Oh, under yeah, okay. fifty-eight and a half. FIU was bad last year. I think we talked about this in some of the win totals. Um and uh they bring back a lot of their a lot of returners from last year on a team that wasn't very good. You can expect some, you know, improvement. But the offense was bad, the defense was worse defense we could probably expect to be a little bit better um, I just think the offense is going to be really really bad they the quarterback wasn't very good they do have a decent running back but they lose three starters on the three stars left transferred out of the program and then their offensive line coach left so even though that their running backs good he doesn't really have anybody to block for him yeah. um, Louisiana Tech can score the ball they also brought in um, the a transfer quarterback from Boise State Hank uh Brock Bachmeyer. Yeah, Bachmeyer, which I I could have sworn he was, like, a play-by-play. That's, like, the name of a play-by-play <laughs> yeah, guy that's, for baseball. That's yeah. A guy on TV. yeah, I don't think – I wouldn't expect him to be playing college – you know, be a, a college football quarterback. Um, but, you know, he played at Boise State and had his ups and downs. They think kind of the idea is that he is going to help, you know, stabilize that offense because the offense actually was, like, I think out, is outside of – I think it was – Outside of top 100 in terms of success rate, but they were like yep. the sixth most explosive uh, offense in the country. So yeah, they have a they really got good it, wide. It. <laughs> yeah, they had a really, they have a really explosive wide receiver, maybe one of the best wide receivers in the conference. Um, so I and I, you know, and and Bachmeyer's kind of big crux was he couldn't throw the deep ball. So um, my my thing is is that you know again and again the clock rules in here. Um, I think FIU's going to try to run the ball. I don't think they're going to be very good at it. Uh, And I don't don't think uh, La Tech is going to be consistent enough on offense in order to get this. It's a pretty high point total, 58.5. So um, that that leads me to the under. Perfect.
0: Love it. Uh, My game two, we're going to the second game of the day, UTEP versus Jackson State. Um, So I'm taking Jackson State here, minus 105. I looked at it. So I uh, I went both ways on this. I originally had UTEP. I, I did a bunch of a bunch of research on the UTEP side. The more I kept looking into it, the more I saw this This is Jackson State set up for a win. Um, UTEP does have two good uh, offensive powers coming back, or offensive players, I should say. Uh, Deion Hawkins and Tyron Smith. Um, Hawkins ranked third in Conference USA in running last year. Uh, he had ranked 22nd in the country in total TDs. Uh, and he was actually the second running back on the team. Uh, so you know they have some running back there, um, running back power there. I you know their offensive line, the majority of it's coming back. I think four starters are coming back. So you know that could be that could play in their favor. Uh, Tyrod Smith, he actually like transferred to Texas A&M over the winter, came back uh, in the spring for spring ball. Uh, he was a top twenty five receiver uh, in the country. So there are um, there are talents there. The biggest question mark for UTEP is uh, Gavin Hardison. Um this guy's an anomaly. You know, he he's he's had games where he's put up, you know, monster yards, few touchdowns, look solid and there'll be games where he's no touchdowns, two interceptions. So you you don't you don't know what you're going to get there. Um and Jackson State, as far as their offense goes, it's the complete opposite. They are a well-oiled machine. And honestly, watch out for them in the Conference USA. They're coming up um from the uh, FBS last year or FCS. Did I say that wrong? Uh FCS FCS, we'll edit that out, <laughs> mark that,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are coming up from the FCS. So that takes me uh, to Jackson State, um, they're jumping from the FCS, uh, coming into the FBS, uh, they actually dominated the FCS last year, they are 9-2, and uh, their offense like I said is more than dynamic. Uh, they have this quarterback Zion Webb who can get after it on the ground, has a cannon for an arm, so it, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. They're going to be firing on all cylinders, I think. Um, and I think, for as UTEP's defense, which actually was pretty solid, they ranked 45th in, in total defense last year. Uh, I just think that this is going to be a little too much for them to handle. Like I said, they're going to be running, throwing, and Zion Webb as a as a dual threat quarterback, being able to get outside the pocket. Um, you know, I, I think it's just going to be too much for UTEP to handle. Now the real question is, um, can Jackson State's defense hold UTEP? Um, you know, Gavin Hardison, he is a pocket quarterback. If this Tyron Smith kid gets, you know, gets downfield, a couple bombs, and all of a sudden it's 14-0 UTEP, it's gonna be tough. So, um, can Jackson State's defense hold? And can their offense produce like they did in the FCS? I think they will. I don't think there's gonna be much of a turnover from. Um, you know, their conference in FCS to the Conference USA. I don't think there's that much of a gap there. Um, so I think they're going to, you know, keep that full head of steam coming in. So that's uh, – I got Jackson State. It's minus 105. Uh, I got the money line there.
1: I looked at Jacksonville State before the season. They were one – that I was between them and New Mexico State about giving out for their win total there – about giving out the win total. So, yeah, I I like that play. I, I just – I'm a little nervous. I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna kind of wait and see uh, with Jacksonville State before I, before I play them.
0: Like I said, I, ha- I had Utah going into this, and then the more I, I researched, the more I looked at it, the more I like Jackson State. So, um, we'll see. You know, that could be, a, could be a candidate for a Spice Pickle of the week, but I'm gonna hold on to
1: that. Yeah. Um, going on to my third pick of the week, I don't love this pick. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. I, I almost didn't give it out. So. Take that with what you will. I'm riding with it because I, this is a little bit of a pick of the heart, as opposed to a, bit, a pick of the head. I'm gonna lay 17 points with Vanderbilt against the Rainbow Warriors. That it's at home. Man. I'm. I might regret this, but it's solidarity. <laughs> I'm riding with. I ride with my Commodores. Um, like I said, they won me some money last year, so. I uh, I have a soft spot in my heart for them. Uh, they yeah. you, for, people forget they beat Kentucky and Florida last year in back-to-back weeks. Problem is the quarterback that did that's gone. Um, however, I do I I liked what I saw out of the freshman quarterback AJ Swan. He played I want to say in like five or six games. Um, they I, I think Mike Wright was the was uh, either got hurt or they benched him. I think they I thought they benched him. Um, yeah. So he took over for him. And actually made some plays happen. I think in the Ole Miss game is when he took over last year. So uh, he's he can he can run. He's not as good as a runner as Mike Wright was, the former Vanderbilt quarterback. But he can throw the ball pretty well. Um, they were able to run the ball really well last year. Um, but Vanderbilt did lose their their best running back. I talked he transferred to Kentucky. I talked about him uh, one the when I was talking about taking the Kentucky win totals. Yep, last week. Yep. So, but but. The head coach is a defensive head coach. They return eight starters back on – or eight start, eight starts back on defense. Eight starters back on defense. I don't know why I said starts in my notes there. But they also beat Hawaii 63-10 to 10 last year. Uh, right. Now, granted, you can't – I think Hawaii will be improved. They kind of improved a little bit towards the end of last week. This is to, uh, the – former Hawaii quarterback great Tommy Chang is the head coach there and so he's in his second year they started implementing more of like the run and shoot concepts that have been popular that was that was you know what they ran under Tommy yeah, and what uh, historic Bren- numbers while he was there Yeah uh Colt Brennan was that the other one I I, yeah. I there's Brennan. Yeah uh yeah so that that same kind of offense when they were you know back in their heyday um I think this is a step up in competition for Hawaii. I don't think it's their hardest game, but, you know, it's it's still an SEC team, and, they're, and they are traveling a long way. From, you know, Hawaii to Nashville isn't a short trip. They You know, it's their first game of the season, so I, they'll probably, you know, there's not like a crazy travel. They'll probably get there plenty of days ahead of time. But um, Hawaii does bring back eight, eight starters on offense uh, that looked improved. Um, and the defense can't be as bad as it was last year, I guess. All of this leads me back to lay the points with Vanderbilt. I just think it's it's SEC versus the bottom tier of Mountain West, and that is a recipe usually to get backdoored. But I think this could end up being, you know, a twenty-one or twenty-four point victory for the Commonwealth. Fair enough. Just cold your did balls. You fact- and, and I'm do not it. trying
0: to be insensitive or anything, but did you factor in the uh um what you know, what the emotion side of Hawaii, what they're playing for after everything that went down and, and you know, with the fires and all that. You think that's gonna help at all? Are they gonna come out jacked up and
1: Nope. Didn't even think oh, about it. it. <laughs> Didn't even think about it. That's on a different island. So um you know, they're they're over there on the big island. Uh Maui God. All right, I hate it. I've, it's too late. I've given it out. <laughs> You're, we're here Vanderbilt's, now. Fair enough. Vanderbilt's, Vanderbilt's stomping, on, stomping on hearts this week. And uh, there's going to be no rainbows. No rainbows happening in Nashville this weekend. All right. All right. Uh, my game three, I'm going to UMass
0: versus New Mexico State. And I'm taking New Mexico State. As of right now, the the line is minus seven or seven points. I'm taking New Mexico State there. Um, and actually opened at ten, and it's dropped all the way to seven. So that's a little scary. That means a good amount of people are taking UMass. Uh, but let's not get get a twist or anything here. UMass is awful. They were uh, one and eleven last year. They had some of the worst offensive production in college football. Um, they do have kind of a bright spot coming in Tyson Pamukan, I think I'm saying that right. He actually, I think he had a stint with Clemson last year. Uh, he was on I want to say Georgia Tech's roster at one point. So they yeah, are getting some. You do
1: what? Is he a quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ph- Pharmacon? Whatever. Farocon? Uh, Pumacon. Pumacon?
0: P-O-O-M-U-H-C-A-H-N, something along yeah, those yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah, Okay, okay. I know you're talking I about. Probably, I probably misspelled that horribly, but I think I spelled it phonetically just so I could say it. So, um, so they are probably going to get some good production there, uh, but that man has nothing around him. He is on an island by himself. There are... Almost no, uh, even solid, I mean, I shouldn't say solid, but they don't have any weapons is what I'm trying to say. Um, So this guy's going to be out there, you know, fighting for his life. Um, So uh, New Mexico State uh, last year, I think they started off 0-4. They got a lot better towards the back end of the season. They won, I don't know, six or seven uh, towards the back end. So actually it turned around the season pretty good. Um, Diego Pavia is a dangerous for the Aggies. He's he's another guy that can kind of get on the ground. Um, he held him in a lot of games last year. Um, so I think he's gonna be throwing all over UMass whose defense is is atrocious. So uh, I, I honestly don't even think this is necessarily a sweat. I'm taking New Mexico State minus seven. Um, just some other quick stats for you. Uh, UMass is 0-23 on uh, on the road of last four years. Uh, They're 7, 20, and 1 against the spread on the road since 2018. So, uh, for me, this is a proven game for UMass. Yeah, they have a new quarterback coming in, um, but, you know, history says otherwise that they're going to be able to perform here. So, I'm taking New Mexico State. I think we're both kind of up on New Mexico State uh, in our last podcast. So, I'm kind of riding that. I I think they come out, get a win. I I think, you know, maybe 14-ish, 10 so what they win by but I, I don't think it's necessarily I think they're kinda of up the whole game and then um, kinda of close the door at the end. So
1: Yeah, I was I'm obviously high on the Aggies. I gave out their season win total. Uh, I looked at this game too, um, and I there there's a lot of signals going the other way, um, in terms of the amount of money that is on UMass. Yeah. That ultimately kinda of scared me away. Um I would maybe I would maybe look to maybe throw New Mexico State in like a money line parlay if you wanted to. That was kind of what I was toying around with is if I, you know, maybe doing a a, you know a money like a a three team money line parlay with it. But really the the one all the other money lines are so high. (laughs) Like you got Notre Dame is at minus fourteen hundred. USC is not there's not even a line out. Um, Vanderbilt is you know minus a thousand. And the other ones that you know I don't feel. You could maybe do like, you know, Louisiana Tech, New Mexico State, and Jacksonville State. That might that might be you know that yeah. might make you even money, but uh, but Jacksonville State's you know an underdog, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, that was
0: tough. I I also looked at the under for that game. I think the under was forty four. Um, yeah. These teams played last year. New Mexico State won twenty three to thirteen. So uh, I could see that happening again. Kind of being just a slow grind it out. It's not going to be fun football to watch, but it is week zero, and there is football on the TV. So, um, you know,
1: we'll take a week. We're we can working get. with what they give us here. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, there's only six games or seven games to bet on.
1: So, yeah, it's six games. Um, yeah, I'm going to move to my last my last pick, uh, and I don't know if we talked about what the, our our spicy our spicy pickle pick of the week. Uh, just the spicy pickle. Uh, it it's hot. the kind. It's the kind of. It's the hot pickle that you find in the big bat in the bags at the at the gas stations. You know what I'm talking about, and this, the idea is we give out a a spicy pick, something that you know maybe a big big return, little little spicy money money line underdog on an underdog, uh, a a fun, just something quirky, and and hopefully that you know is a little bit outside of people's normal box of thinking. Again, with only six games on the slate, it's not, it's it's there's this this isn't going to be the, the spiciest pickle the, the the hottest pickle you've ever experienced a mild um, pickle if you will it's yeah yeah it's a it's more of a, Mine's dill. a
0: mild pickle as well but it's, it's yeah. still technically it has some tang
1: so my my hot pickle pick of the week is uh I'm taking the Ohio Bobcats money line Let's go. What the hell? money line plus one twelve they are going yeah, baby. to San Diego taking on the aztecs San Diego state um the Bobcats get a big boost with uh, returning quarterback Curtis Rourke. Um, they also bring back their leading running back, their leading wide receiver, uh, whose names were tough to pronounce. Um, <laughs> but uh, they also you know, bring back some some playmakers and leadership on the defense. But really, the the, the strength of this team is that offense. Um, and San Diego State is a team that is really been in in the last few years been a team that has been buoyed by their defense. They play that three-three-five style, but they lose a lot on that defense, um, especially up front and in the secondary. So, I and and Curtis Rourke is a dual-threat quarterback. I, I he had some absurd stat where like he was picking. He I think he had like sixteen runs of like ten or more on third down. It was some weird ob- ob- obscure stat, which is like. That can happen in the MAC. Like if that was yeah. in the Big Ten, like yeah. he takes off, he gets five yards and just gets, and probably gets crushed. But um, but in the MAC, you know, weird stuff happens. They're they're playing on astroturf and in a blizzard. But um, but he's he is a good quarterback. He's he's experienced, uh, and I think with the with the returning production back on offense, I think they should be able to take advantage of the San Diego State you know defense and lack of continuity there. Also, San Diego State has a converted safety as their quarterback. He actually <laughs> ended up being he actually ended up being like pretty decent last year, but he's more of a runner and less of a thrower. And I guess the, the idea is to be more of a thrower this year. But I mean, the guy was playing safety like up until the midpoint of yeah. last year, so yeah, you know he'll have a full off season to change over. You know, yeah, like like no. the like the Bobcats. I agree. My my
0: mild pickle of the week is also the Bobcats. Plus 112. I like that there. Um, I, I thought about just taking them points, but I was like, oh, you know, there's no spice in the points. You know what I mean? Right. We hit the nail on the head, though, with Curtis Rourke. Uh, while doing uh, some research on him, I found out his nickname's the Maple Missile, which fucking rocks. Love that. I um, did not
1: know that. That is a. Yeah, dude, the Maple Missile? Come
0: on. Uh, Is he Canadian
1: or something? What's the deal? I
0: I have no idea, but that's just – in in some back article I read, it said uh, Curtis Rourke, the Maple Missile, and I said, pardon me. Hell yeah. Riding with that for sure. Um, Yeah, everything you said on the offense, I I think uh, Ohio – they're going to have somewhat of a tough time. The Aztec defense is is solid. They're they're a top-20 defense. Um, They're pretty good, more than pretty good. Um, But really, my whole thing hinges on Jalen made – like the kid that, that turned from safety to quarterback, he was pretty trash. Ten picks, uh, had twelve TDs in his time throwing. Um, but the Aztec lose their wide receiver one and wide receiver two this year. Um, the wide receiver one is a transfer. I uh, couldn't even tell you from where. Uh, transfer kid. So you know, you're telling me this. The, their quarterback had a half a season uh, as a D1 quarterback. Does it doesn't get an all season, but he's going to be starting this year. And his wide receiver one is a transfer that came in in, in spring ball. You know, not a lot of time to build the chemistry. Um, Ohio's defense is pretty solid. Uh, I think this match is up great for a, a uh, an upset. I mean, I don't know if you can necessarily call it an upset, but um, they are technically the underdog. So I, I think Ohio, uh, I think they actually put up decent points here, 28, 35, somewhere around there. Um, and, and I think it's just going to come down to, if they, again, if they can get turnovers, um, that's going to be key. If they can pick off this this uh, Jalen kid, I, I, I don't think it's actually – going to be that close i think they actually won by a touchdown or more
1: all right looks like we're looks like we got two picks um that we're riding together the the bobcats and the midshipmen um yep. so we'll see if we are both you know savants when it comes to that or complete right, fools. fools plum plum fools um so that's that's it for the picks for week zero again there was only six games so uh you know we're We'll probably go a little bit longer for the. Obviously, we'll go a little bit longer for the picks when the full schedule hits next week. Yeah. Um, looking ahead to week one, Bill, I don't know any games that you've seen. Have you been looking at already that uh, excites you for week one? Let me pull up the schedule. It's taking. Uh... I'll tell you one that I'm that I'm really interested in. Yeah. Um, the Battle of North and South, the old the old Civil War. um oh, no. uh, that's not what it's called. But. Um, Gave it a shot, though. Saturday night <laughs> on uh, on ABC, North Carolina goes to South Carolina.
0: Um, yeah.
1: North Carolina ranked 21st in the country, and South Carolina unranked. Um, you know, finished the season hot, the Gamecocks. Uh, big expectations for them this year. North Carolina, kind of similar, I guess. Um, their defense is kind of ass, so – I don't you know that 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 should be exciting. to, two uh you know Heisman candidates, a quarterback and Drake May and Spencer Rattler. So yeah. uh week one, that's a that's a pretty That'll be big pretty big one, pretty good one to be watching at 730.
0: Uh I've been I'm, I'm actually excited for this is gonna sound so
1: stupid, but I'm excited for that uh the Colorado uh at yeah. TCU game. I knew you'd say
0: I'm, it. I'm excited to see Dion come out and play. I'm excited to see what he's gonna bring. I'm not high on TCU. I know actually a lot of uh, a lot of people aren't high on TCU but they're a twenty one point favorite. I, I think it could be potentially be close. That could be a fun game to watch.
1: Yeah yeah that line is, is interesting. Um we also have Utah uh Florida Utah again a matchup from an la- electric game last year which was uh you know uh probably the highlight of week one. I guess it was Ohio State Notre Dame played week one last year. Yeah. But uh but that ending for Florida Utah was, was pretty sick. Um with Florida pulling that out, um, so no, no AR fifteen for Florida this year. Uh, I think we both said we're both kind of down on Florida. So that game being at, that's, I mean, it's only five and a half, and it was, it was seven and a half. It opened at seven and a half, and it looks like a lot of folks are already hopping on the Florida bandwagon. Are already hopping on Florida here, so that's really interesting to me. Now that it's inside a touchdown for the Utes, yeah. um, that'll be something to look at.
0: Really? Are we bearing we yeah. the lead with uh, with
1: LSU and Florida State? Uh, true. That is also that is I guess technically a. Uh, that's, that's probably like that's probably the game. That's, of the, yeah, that's probably the game, and that was also a crazy. That was that was also crazy. I lost so much money on that game last year. I was so, yeah. upset. Um, so upset. I was. Uh, Who are you riding? I was. I was on. I was on LSU. Um, that they blocked that extra point. Um, oh, to, send it to, yeah. to, uh, to stop it from going, they scored that LSU scored that touchdown there at, the, at like with seconds left. Seconds they blocked ago, the extra yeah. point to to take, not to not make it go to overtime, which I think they I had LSU minus like three and a half anyway. So I needed yeah. them to score a touchdown and somehow, and they hadn't stopped Florida State really all game. So, um, but that one uh, Clemson Duke could be interesting. That's also uh, on Monday night. So yeah, the LSU and Florida State is Sunday night, and then Duke Clem, or Duke and Clemson is Monday night. Like if we've talked about, the offense for Duke, um, Clemson coming in ranked in the top ten. You know, going, I mean, that'll probably be one of the they were. I think down towards the end of last season, I mean, they finished nine and four last season, but this could be a big wake up call for the Dukies, because uh, yeah. the like always, Clemson's got studs on defense. Uh, may have the best linebacking linebackers in uh, in college football. Uh, Cade Klubnik looked really good towards the end of last year, so you know that offense could be. They bring back Will Shipley, um, who's a dog, uh, and again they just have always have playmakers on that. I uh, Dabo's yeah. a great recruiter, so you know, that would yeah. be that would be fun Monday night wrap. So next week, full slate of games. We get be... a little appetizer
0: here in a couple of days, then it's, it's mm-hmm. full course meal um we are here guys football season is upon us that means the nfl is right around the corner
1: right right and just to reiterate i think we may have mentioned um in terms of what we are betting on the we are you know just doing these as one unit you know one, one unit for each game we're not doing you know big baller um uh, like big bunches of units um just for in order to keep track of things for at least that's not what i'm doing is that what you're doing yeah, I'm just
0: doing, yeah, I'm doing one unit. Whatever you unit. We have different unit sizes, but, it, yeah, it's not, I'm not uh, out here betting my car on a, uh, on.
1: Well, I just, you know, or, and it's, again, we're, we're going off of win percentage, not necessarily how many units that are going in there. And, you know, you never talk about another man's unit. Um, right. But we are making
0: actual cash bets on
1: correct. You know, all these games. Correct, we are. And, again, uh, plugging some of the... Uh, social accounts and we are logging these bets on the action network. So that way you can, it's just an easier way to, for us to track our bets and track the, uh, the win percentage and records and, you know, seeing what our, you know, uh, unit size is for people to broadcast. We can share that on our socials. Again, we have, uh, the, our, our, our actual podcast on Spotify, Stickles Pickles, um, on Spotify, uh, we are Stickles Pickles on. If you search us on Twitter, I think our hand yeah, handle is Stick Picks CFB at Stick CFB. So follow us on Twitter. We'll be posting our Action Network bets on there as well, day in and day out. Um, and follow us on or share share the please share, comment whatever all the all the stuff that people say to do about the stuff. Do it. You know. No, I mean it just helps. It helps spread the word trying to get to you know grow the audience Tell some here. Brothers out you know what I mean? we're trying to we're trying to recruit more uh, hashtag pickle pals uh we're trying to, pickle I, pals
0: is that what it is? It. Is that what they're called
1: I don't know I that is something that I saw I think that is something that a bunch of, like pickleball people like use so I don't know if I'm you know stolen valor but gang I'm gang pickleball yeah so I'm uh I'm about it if that's what people want to be called pickle pal it is.
0: We'll make sure it's, I'll get it tatted.
1: Alright guys, thanks for listening
0: to the second episode. Um, Best of luck on all your picks and please let us know what happened. Uh, You know, bad beats, all that for next week's episode. We'd love
1: to talk about it. If you have a gambling problem, 1-800. Talk to you later, guys. Peace.